Hello, everyone. Welcome into the show, and thank you for joining us. On this week's episode, we talk a little bit about the news that just came out as of as of this recording. Uh, Disneyland should be able to open on April 1st. Now, whether or not it will um, and, and what that might look like, um, we talk a little bit about that on the show, so we'll get to that. And then we talk about Epcot's Flower and Garden Festival, which I will be attending at some point. So um, I wanted to go through some of the menus and see what sticks out and what I might be passing on and whether or not I'll have to take multiple trips to Epcot to make it happen. If you would like to follow the show, you can find us on Facebook. Our Facebook page is The Talking Llamas Podcast. Our Instagram page is at Talking Llamas Podcast. Um, you can contact the show. Um, the email address that we have is TalkingLlamasPod at gmail.com. That is TalkingLlamasPod at gmail.com for any of your questions, comments, concerns, mad ravings, whatever. And then uh, if you want to support the show, you can find us on Apple Podcasts and go ahead and subscribe there. You can find us on Spotify and go ahead and follow there. And then if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, you can leave us a rating, five stars. You can review and uh, tell us what you think of the show. Um, And then as always, telling a friend is the best way to get the word out about the show. Okay. And without any further delay, off we go. It's episode 87 of the Talking Llamas podcast. everyone. Welcome into the show. I'm Robert Camozzi, joined here as always by Thomas Nelson. Hello. How Tom, you doing, buddy? I, I'm doing good. I mean, Disneyland's going to reopen uh, soon, apparently, so that's fresh and, off the presses yeah. as of this recording. Yeah, minutes ago, released out into the world, the internet world, the world wide web. Mm, what was it? Anyway, yeah, so this is an interesting development, isn't it? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to parse out exactly what happened. It seems like... I mean, we talked about this before. There was a bill to sort of, you know, supersede whatever Newsom had put down as far as, you know, when theme parks can reopen. And now it seems like he's refreshed is the phrasing I saw in the article you sent me. Um, Newsom's blueprint refresh is what they're calling it. Uh, finally allows Disneyland, Universal, Hollywood, and... Oh, Her Universal Union. Studios, Hollywood, and other California theme parks to reopen as early as April 1st. Um, they still have to reach the red tier, which is, if you're not familiar... Arbitrary. <laughs> yeah, it is arbitrary. Yeah. But also it goes purple, red, orange, yellow, mm-hmm. um, and risk levels associated with that, each tier. Um, and so, so yeah, that's what they're uh, announcing as of now, uh, is that that's possible, uh, well, that and possible reopening. Interestingly, today is the first day of sales for A Touch of Disney at California Adventure. And uh, it's sold out already, and it goes into April. So now it's like, what do they do with the parks? Because if they have, if they can open on April first, and they've got, they're going to have to close down the California Adventure if they're going to keep the event going, or refund, or not open on April first and wait until May or something. I'd imagine it's really going to be tough for them to open in less than a month. Unless they saw this coming. I could I could be wrong. Maybe they've got everything ready to go. But, like, there's certain things. Apparently, there's a capacity. Like, not unlike in Disney World or Florida, I guess, rather. 
um, there's there's going to be a capacity on indoor rides. So how does that come into play? Like, are they prepared well, for that? I think that they are. They're not going to allow indoor rides. So I'm going to assume that means completely indoor. So Indiana Jones. Really, those are not going to be open. Yeah, I read that on a separate article that was just a brief summation, and that was a local LA. Uh, news website okay so here's a question that you're not going to know the answer to but i'm going to say it. i'm going to we can think out loud together Mm -hmm. so like as an example what about something that has indoor and outdoor elements we're talking things like um matterhorn thunder mountain um i would assume that matterhorn as an example would would fly because uh air can travel through it pirates is contained you know so is indiana jones Space Mountain. Those would Space be Mountain. Those are contained That's environments. That's going to be so weird. It'll be weird, but it's definitely better than nothing. This is, again, something that I think is better for locals. Like, I wouldn't want to travel down and not be able to ride all those I think rides. I heard that it's limited, it, this earlier, this refresh moment, it's limited to California residents. Well, that's I that's have, for sure. Yeah, so. Um, I know that to be true, but, like, you know, we could still go, potentially, but I'm not going to want to go if I can only ride, I mean, now I will say the capacity is fifteen percent, which means you know generally speaking you would be in for shorter lines. But think about Disneyland and think about okay, so Fantasyland is almost out. Like you can ride the carousel, you can ride Mad Tea Party, Dumbo, and, and then yeah. So I guess it's not completely out, but the the rides that are most popular in that land, you, I would say, are going to be sort of they're they're that yeah that's true. That uh, land's going to be very odd. Uh, You've got um, Galaxy's Edge is basically a no-go. Like, you can eat there, maybe. Um, right, right. You've got a situation... Who knows what the shopping's like, how they're... It, the point is, is like, even at 15%, I wonder if it's not going to be sort of like a normal park day in terms of lines you're waiting in. Um, oh, yeah, because you're thing. redistributing where people are. Well, if there's seven rides that are open, for example... Like, yeah. And, you know, if there's, like, three major attractions, like, I, right oh, off the top of my head. Railroad. Yeah. I mean, that, that that's going to be able to hold a lot of people, I guess. Yeah, but are people, is that something people are going to want to do? And then there's no park hopping. I'm sure of that. I'm sure they're not going to be doing park hopping right off the bat. I don't know if they're even ready to handle what, I'm sure they're going to have to use a reservation system. Um, oh, I think the reservation system's here to stay, unfortunately. Even still, they, the Touch of Disney thing, I've, from what I've heard, which just happened on the same day as this recording, March 4th, that, or what is it, March? Is I, it, I actually think they started selling the tickets yesterday, by the way. Okay, well, very recently. I think overnight it happened. But anyway, very recently, when this when the tickets were sold, there was a, a long wait for many people. Yeah, people were waiting hours, I think. Hours and hours. And we're like, system, I don't think it crashed, it exploded. It must have been the system. Which is just shocking to me because... I didn't think that this was going to be that popular, honestly. I, I thought, know, I know. I thought, like, it would be something people will do, but it's not something people are going to be trampling over each other to get to. And what's funny is I expect the opening of Disneyland to be something that people are both figuratively and literally trampling over pe- each other to get to. So what is that going to be like? I mean, we're all, with a 15% capacity. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I know what you mean. I wonder if they made some mistakes here by opening up Buena Vista Street instead of like getting the crowds comfortable with Disneyland again over on Main Street. Um, it, it depends on what they're doing. I know, but if it, they're it, using this if, time, then that's a different story. 
What do you mean using this time? Maybe they're refurbing, refurbishing things, or maybe they're they're oh, okay. working on the yeah. infrastructure so that when they are allowed to reopen, they can. It, like they've got things going. I have no idea what yeah. they're doing. If it's a, if they're completely wasting time, that's a different story. But like, um, there's no way of knowing what they're using this closure time for. I, I would say business wise, you're going to have what you have with the touch of Disney. Apparently, uh, people need to go. So uh, Disneyland is going to have more more of that, and they're just holding it. They're like they're like almost like holding out like something in front of you know what what's the metaphor that I'm looking for. Like uh, they're teasing people in a way, they're, and well, so they're giving you a, a taste um, of without being able to come through with the whole well, thing. Well, and they know Disneyland is better than California Adventure by most people's opinion, I would say. Hmm. So they're just sort of they're teasing it, and then now there's going to be this big rush of people, which for us, if we wanted to go, would suck. The competition for that would would really be awful. I'm, but I'm, for them, it's like this: they're going to sell out, no no problem at all, yeah. and, and they think we'll just deal with it. Which I guess we would. To be fair, they're working within constraints. I mean, there's not much they can do. I mean, I'm sure if, yeah. they, if they could open at 100% capacity, they would open to something close to that probably, um, we would imagine. Or not close to it, but closer than 15%. I don't think 15% is the number they're coming up with. And I don't think they're deciding to close down all the indoor rides because that's not what they're doing in Disney World. So why would they do it here? I think that it's just sort of what they're working with at the t- at the moment. Um they can't, I will say, and we'll have to wait and see. You, Everyone listening might know more than we do by the time this op- you know, this podcast comes out. But if they really can't open like all those, like Haunted Mansion isn't open. Like you want to talk about a land that's not going to have any attractions. Talk about uh, New Orleans Square really won't have anything open. Um, if you can't open stuff like that, you can't charge $109 for a day. You just can't do that. And if you can't do that, then what do you charge? Is it a... Is it ninety? And if it's ninety, that's so close to seventy-five for no attractions. Yeah, I know. And it's—I mean, you, they're in a weird spot. They are right yeah. now in California, specifically. And I mean the Disneyland or Disney parks in the California. I am glad that I'm going to Disney World in April. Let's put it that way. Yeah, no one's even going to be there because they're all going to be in California. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> everyone's going to move now that now that Disneyland's going to open. Everyone's going to be a Cal- be, try to become a California resident so that they can. Uh... Oh yeah. Well, of course, we can't ignore the fact that this may just be a big joke. You know, it is April first, April Fool's Day, that the parks can reopen. Yeah. I think Disney might be some tricksters. Yeah, maybe. You know. Well, uh, anyways, I do expect it to be chaotic. And um, in terms of like getting rid, I'm sure once you're there, it won't be nearly as chaotic. So, do you think that they are uh, probably ready to open up just about any time? I would say they have a lot of time to have worked on. Okay, how can this happen? It's hard to say because I don't know how much of this they like the the sort of guidelines they've been given. Now, I'm not sure how much of that they knew. Um, I'm assuming they knew more than we did. Like they knew something, so maybe. I guess um, the real question there is. How much of what these guidelines are uh, is completely the same or very similar to what's happening in Florida or what happened mm. anyway? Well, and then retraining people too. People who've been furloughed, you got to retrain those people. Yeah. Um, and how long does that take? So I don't know. Probably, re- yeah, probably a few weeks. I mean, you could do a lot in a few weeks if you have the training ready to be done. Yeah, and, and well, that's the question. They probably do because they had to do it in Florida. And the company is the company. All you have to do is shift things around and get the information out to a different yeah. uh, you know, section of the company. 
There is Avengers Campus. That's something that would be new, at least, to see, but I don't think you can do the ride in there. There's the Spider-Man ride that won't be... If they're not doing indoor attractions, that's indoors for Well, sure. wasn't the, that land going to open up in, in the summer? Of last year, July, I think. Well, didn't they make a new announcement about that? Maybe. Uh, I'm trying to remember. I think they said they were opening in in, in the summer because um, they thought they'd be able to open, but who knows how serious that was. I don't know. I don't know either, man. Well, I mean, we'll have to wait and see. More, I'm sure more will come out, um, you know. In the next uh, few days. Yeah, I mean, it says here in this this article from the OC Register, uh, updated guidelines will be worked out over the next couple of weeks. Uh, as you know, there's partnership with theme parks and I guess the state state government or the uh, you know the current uh, governor's administration. Yeah. Ryan the Last Dragon came out today. That's more news, but also not as interesting. I, I guess, thought you now. said Ryan the Last Dragon. Yes, that too. That's a different movie, though, from a different That'll studio. be the next movie. Yeah, so we yeah we uh, will do an episode soon on on that one. On that one, and then uh, the last episode of uh, WandaVision came out today. I haven't watched that yet. But. What's your opinion on the show up to this point? I know it it, it was it really, okay in the beginning, right? Of, yeah, it was it 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 was interesting enough, and then I didn't really like the direction they went in. Um, I'll have to wait for all the facts to come out in this last episode to make a final judgment. But I I didn't really like a few of the decisions made so we'll have to wait and see um but uh that'll be interesting to check out when is there, is there any more news i feel like there's another thing that i was going to mention now i can't the the disneyland reopening sort of blew my mind up a little bit oh and they are only allowed to reopen they haven't said they will yeah, that's the point yeah, yeah we don't know i mean again they could push it back to may 5th or june 1st or something if they wouldn't that be awful if they waited to june I mean, they just, so, if they just had to, I don't know. I mean, I, like if they had no other option because I mean, they just didn't have the infrastructure in place for these guidelines. I don't know. I think they're okay. I think maybe, maybe they do it end of April. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I, I know that uh, for us over in Santa Clara County, there's uh, Great America is a uh, amusement park, amusement park, and they are set in like mid to late May. Now that was before this announcement, but yeah. You know, they're 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 different, of course. But I could I could see where it's like, okay, we'll open up at the end of April after these these events have happened. Yeah, that way they get to keep that money. Yeah, build more true. anticipation, which you know is valuable. And then they're just going to slowly get more and more people coming back. And they st- probably still have to work out that annual pass program. Yeah, that's I mean, another thing. I mean, that's, do they? I mean, well, no. I, I mean, I don't think that they're going to be announcing the. I don't think that an annual passes will be available until you know maybe until next year sometime if that really so it's not something i think that they have to be on top of immediately but crazy stuff oh yeah crazy times all that okay well i think we can move on to kind of what we wanted to talk about today kind of casually talk about uh the i'm oh i always mess this up it's the flower and garden. I always, I always want to. I always mix it up with the other festivals. I say food and wine, or I say festival of the arts. But this is the flower and garden festival, which started a couple days ago. Um, and so uh, we want to go through some of the food that they're offering. This this op- uh, opened on March third, and it runs through July fifth. So uh, yeah, and you will be visiting potentially. 
Yeah, no, I'll be there for sure. Um, Peyton doesn't know, so don't tell her. <laughs> um, it's a secret, um, or a surprise, rather. But, I, yeah, I'm going to be going, and so I'd like to look at some of these. And I've started watching videos and stuff. You know, people have already um, on YouTube put, been posting some of the food items and, and such. So I'm excited for it. Um, have you you've been to a festival of some kind before? Food and wine I've been to. Um, it, you know, that's kind of – when I went in August, I, I can't remember. they Whatever festival was going on when they closed, they just kept going with it. And that – it might have been Flower and Garden, but I think, I think they just kept some of the toper, tope, topiary, topiaries mm-hmm. up. Thank you. They kept those up, and then I think it was just more or less food and wine at that point. I don't think it was like Flower and Garden food. Like the food itself was food and wine. Um, so I haven't done Flower and Garden like proper yet. So I'm excited for it. Um, but I've done you know festivals. I, I we did the thing in California Adventure too. We did. It was either food and wine or festival of the holidays. I think it's all running together. But I did one of those, and got like the sip and savor pass. So oh, I've right. done these yeah. things before. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to do this one because. So uh, be what, what's your overall opinion on them? I love them. I think they're a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I mean, the, the, I I do. I. It's fun to have things to try, and they come in like you know smaller things, smaller. Yeah. And and a little bit more affordable than like a big meal, and you can share them with somebody. And anybody case, just pick someone yeah just find someone you yeah like, yeah that's why they make them that way yeah and uh and so you can get a lot of stuff a lot of different things and um we love that in fact Michaela and i are sort of in a point now where we're thinking that park hopping to epcot at some point might be mandatory just because there's so much that we want to try already that we're kind of like Ugh, this we're not gonna have time for all this in one day um even in just the first couple of days of us seeing things so um so yeah, we're excited. We're so are, excited. are you excited for the general atmosphere of it? Because it does include topiary magic. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> I I am excited for that as well. Um, I in garden stuff. I'm excited to see all that. Um, Flower and Garden sort of a. And I think that I expect the weather to be good. Of course, you know, warm but not too hot, and then not not as much rain as you might expect during like the fall months, um, fall and winter maybe. So I'm looking forward to that too. Um, I think it's overall just going to be a good experience and. Um, I mean, I love Epcot, and I love uh, probably my favorite thing about Epcot is the food aspect, just because there's all you can try all sorts of different types of things, um, and plenty and, of things from the future. Yeah, yeah. You know, actually looking through the the foodie guide for for this uh, this festival, I, I realized that they had some booths in Future World too. Yes, which I, I I just assumed it was only in World Showcase, and I haven't been to any of these festivals before. So that's interesting. I, uh, I, we are going to, yeah, we may as well talk about the foodie guide too, because this reminds me of when in Disneyland's uh, Halloween time that comes mm. out. It's, you know, a big extensive menu, but it's, this one's even bigger because there's just so much they can do in the different countries and never mind the, uh, the spaces that aren't uh, country specific. Yeah. Well, there's, I like, I just like having like so many things um, but also it is a little bit like, and you, so you'll relate to this with Halloween since you mentioned it. It's just like, there's so much that you're kind of like, I, where do I even begin? Um, just cause there's so much stuff. Um, but the major benefit, which you've already mentioned is the size of the portion size that does help. And having, I've, I've discovered this with full meals, taking another adult with you that you, you know, share meals with is like just a huge game changer because you can, you can go somewhere mm-hmm. and order 
two things off the menu and then share them. It, I mean, it really does change your whole trip. It really does. So, um, Oh yeah. Especially in this context too. Yeah. Well, and with Peyton, I mean, she'll eat some things as well. So, um, okay. So you've had, you've had some time to look over this before I'm assuming. Yeah. I mean, we've, you know, we're, we're preparing mentally for this. So, um, so yeah, I mean, the first thing that shows up on this, uh, I'm looking at the, I'm going to compare because there's pictures on one of these things. We're looking at the Disney food blog, um, menus and then i've got the foodie guide up that has pictures so if you look at how do you pronounce this well it depends on what you're talking about the 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 it's i'm assuming it's french or french um german bauen market i don't know it's b-a-u it's a farmer's market thing okay so it's got uh potato pancakes now what is a potato pancake it's a latka it's like a hash brown is it really good yeah, I, I think so. I mean, generally speaking, it's, I mean, if you can imagine a hash brown, that's how I imagine it kind of. It's okay. kind of like a hash brown type thing. That's cool. Um, that one is with applesauce. Uh, then there's another one. So I guess that's more of a sweet one. There's an, another one under it that has uh, caramelized ham, onions, and herb sour cream. And then there's a toasted pretzel bread topped with black forest ham and melted Gruyere cheese, Gru, Gru, Gruyere, Gruyere. Yeah. This uh, oh pretzel bread that and, looks interesting. And then there's a warm cheese strudel with uh, mixed berries. Ooh, that looks good. You can see the pictures of these on the on the, on the <laughs> parks Disney parks. Yeah, block. you need to scroll down if you want to see that one. What's interesting, and I'm looking at the the uh, prices here, is there those for those ones? It's all approximately five dollars, which isn't as much as I anticipated. I expect I expect maybe seven or eight somehow. Which the drinks are more expensive, but that there's makes sense. There's not any meat, really, right? Uh, not a lot of it. Maybe there's the, the ham. Oh, but... yeah. So some more vegetarian-like options. Although there are, I mean, there's some stuff with ham on here, I guess. So I wonder, but I wonder if like, you know, if it's a more meat-based option as opposed to like a pretzel or a potato pancake, which, you know, is more potato or or bread options. It would be more expensive. We'll f- I guess we'll figure that out as we go. What on here, Thomas? If you had to get one of these things, what would it be? So, Only one. I mean, I'm looking through pictures here, um, and, well, ooh, this looks good. If I had to get one thing, there's so many things, and I haven't even looked through all of them. <laughs> Just from this specific thing, though. Oh, from the very first? Yeah. Oh, uh, I would try the potato pancake. Which Even one, though the though? pretzel bread seems interesting, I just I want to also try a potato pancake. I think I would do the one with the apple, the applesauce. I uh, for some reason I don't really want the ham, onions, and sour cream. Although I think it could be pretty good. Okay. What do you think? What would you go for? I well, I think I would get the the potato pancake with the meat option um, if I was going to do one of those. But you know what? I think I would on this one. I think I would just go with the uh, what is it called again? Um, the warm cheese strudel with mixed berries. I don't know. That looks good to me. It does look pretty good. Yeah, I like the idea of that. Now, it depends. You know, it'll ma- what will matter, too, is, like, where you're at with this. Like, if you've had enough sweet things, then maybe you'll go for something savory mm-hmm. or vice versa. But, yeah, I think that that's, a, that's actually a good spot. I haven't seen a lot of people in the videos I've seen so far. I haven't seen people eating there. Um, the next menu on this list is Cider House. I don't know. Let's see here. If you do a... What I've been doing is I'm going down the list on the Epcot list um, on Disney Food Blog, and then on the Foodie Guide, just Control F. I literally just did that. Wow, 
All right, so there's only two food items listed here. Yeah, house-made potato and cheddar biscuit with salmon tartare, and then a dark, dark chocolate raspberry ooh. tart with whipped cream. Pictured above, as you can see, the um, the potato and cheddar biscuit um, with salmon. That's five fifty. Salmon tartare. And then the dark chocolate raspberry tart is four twenty-five. Would you? So tartare just means raw, I guess. Yes. Which salmon is often that that way, I guess. Is it? I think so. I mean, not all the time, but you. I mean, it's not uncommon, I guess. I would say. Well, see, I don't really like the the taste of, or rather, the texture of raw fish, mm-hmm. yeah. or I guess any raw meats. This seems um, to be mixed though with something, perhaps like a maybe it's like almost like a salmon salad type thing, like as opposed, you know, like how a tuna salad is. I I don't think that would affect the texture texture enough for me. Okay. So the biscuit isn't enticing. I would love that, but. Maybe the combination itself uh, works out. What I would do is have someone else get it and take a bite if I could. Well, I think I think I personally out of these two, just because the raspberry tart isn't. I want to try some different things, like some unusual things. Let's say some things I wouldn't try on a normal Disney trip. That's part of the attraction for me here. So I think I would go with the uh, house-made potato and cheddar biscuit, um, just to have something that's maybe strange. And if I don't like it that much, it's not the end of the world. Yeah, it's not the end of the world, man. It's not the end of the world. And the what's the other one there? It's uh, the raspberry tart. You know, it's it's okay looking. It's just dark chocolate. It looks fancy, but yeah, I'm not, also not like a big chocolate on chocolate fan that much. I mean, there's some raspberry here and obviously some icing, but it's a lot of chocolate. Yeah. So that's not per- that doesn't personally speak to me as much as um, some other desserts might. So you know, if you're a big chocolate on chocolate person then you know go for it whatever but not not for me necessarily let's see citrus blossom thomas i guess that's where's showcase plaza that's where it is is that out in like the front area out just before you make a turn left or right left or right it's kind of in that general area um if i had to guess um yeah there's quite a few that are centered in that area uh, these booths yeah so there's three items uh, lemon poached lemon lobster poached. salad. Now, see here. Here's where something we get to eight twenty five. Now, there's lobster. Um, there's also a braised crispy pork belly uh, with kumquat and carrot, and then a citrus shortcake, orange chiffon cake, lemon curd, mandarins, whipped cream, and citrus crumble. That's four fifty. Uh, the pork belly six dollars. So, looking at pictures here. That. Lobster salad looks funky. Yeah, well, and at that price, I don't think so. I mean, you get lobster in what appears to be seashells <laughs> and flowers. Do you think that's lobster? Well, there's only three items from that place, and there's three pictures. No, I, I just remember in the past we've we've been told that oh, it's lobster, like crab uh, or like imitation lobster yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, good, good point. I think it probably is lobster, just not the best quality. Mm. And it's not that much of it, I'm sure. Um, I would probably go with the pork belly here, um, I think. I, I'm not that into citrus, so the, the the sweet thing doesn't speak to me as much, but I would enjoy, um, I think I would enjoy uh, the pork belly. I do like pork belly. I would go for the citrus uh, sweet thing. What's it called? Shortcake. I want to know what a citrus crumble tastes like. That's yeah. part of the listed ingredients. I'm imagining like sort of like a, like a, like a clump of almost like citrus brown sugar type thing. 
and that's what I want to taste. I don't think I've ever had that combination of flavors before, and I'm not joking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it could be good. I just, you know, I know I like pork belly. Um, nothing there's terribly uh, exotic, so I think I would just go with the pork belly, what I know I like. Um, but yeah, and that'll, yeah, the 825 is just a, that's a bridge too far for me for something I'm not even sure I would like. And for then that's for the, um, what is it, the lobster salad. So, yeah, it looks a little bit odd. Um, Farmer's Feast. Farmer's Feast, Thomas. This Let's one see. is at World Show Place. So World Show Place, this is something they did in the last festival I was at. They have a show building. I don't know what it used to hold because since I've been there the past two times, it's only got fest it might have in the past just be a cast member area i really don't know um it's a big building and inside that building they have booths different booths and it's sort of it is i think on i don't know exactly where it is in terms of what countries it's between but it's on the loop of countries is it it's a big building yeah that's funny i I can't picture where it would be well it's that's why i think it actually might have been um a uh that's why i think it might have been like a uh cast member area because i think it's behind like i'm I'm trying to reimagine it but it's i think it's behind like doors that if they were closed you would know that it was like cast members only area i could be wrong about that um i'm not an expert on that but and you are saying cats members right <laughs> yeah members well of the anyway cats. uh i i love it <laughs> no, they have some interesting looking things here at that particular location. Yeah. So we talk about what is that? Yeah, the duck, duck confit oh, with duck car- confit, confit, whatever, roasted root vegetables, <laughs> rainbow chard, chard, and uh, yeah. So that looks good. I actually like the look of that a lot. Spring onion soup with crispy shallots and micro chive, chive. Um, and then off the beaten path. Oh, wait a minute. Wait. Uh, oh, that thing. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, red beet mousse, uh, golden beet pastry cream. Well, prof- profiteroles or something. That's Italian accented anyway. And who cares? Well, what's but it, that? That's a type of pastry. Profiterole. What's that thing at the, that big picture in the middle kind of, what is that? Uh, in the middle that, that. Like oh, cake-looking thing with the with the mangoes on it or whatever that is. Well, uh, I would say that that is the... Um, well, it says right underneath, cheesecake and oatmeal raisin cookie with passion fruit mango compote, uh, part of the rotating menu at Epcot Farmer's Feast. But I don't see... Maybe there's multiple... I don't know. It doesn't... It, that's not on this menu. Yeah, it's not on the menu. It's uh, But it does mention the rotating menu for that location yeah, on so. the Disney Parks blog. That anyway, looks good. It looks interesting. Um, yeah, you know, mango's good. Was there coconut? No. Uh, mango and coconut's usually pretty good. I would go with the duck, I think, on this one. I'm you just like you want the meat, it sounds yeah, like. Yeah, well, well, how much is that one? Let's see, because that might... Um, seven twenty-five. so, I mean, that's a little steep, but it's not as steep as the $8 for the... Uh, for the crab, the eight twenty-five, so not as bad. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, I, I mean, meat's generally going to be more expensive, so um, 
in the case of the potato uh, pancakes, it was only 25 cents more expensive. Mm, yes. Apparently. Anyway, uh, yeah, so that's about that. We, we are not covering, covering any of the drinks because we don't drink, and therefore opinions are, would be useless. Yeah, for everyone involved. So you yeah. can go look at those at your own time. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay, what's the next one? I mean, Festival. you want to go through all of them? There's a lot. We'll just we'll just go for a while. <laughs> well, let's. I'm gonna scroll through. You you start talking about that. I'm gonna scroll through and try to find some interesting looking dishes. Yeah, we you can. tell festival favorites. These, I mean, these all look interesting to me. Festival favorites. Well, Mexico looks pretty cool, but okay. So where are you now? We'll go to Mexico after. Okay, watermelon salad. Festival favorites uh, has watermelon salad um, with pickled onions, feta, and balsamic reduction. Beef, and then this is a different thing, beef brisket, burnt ends, and smoked mm. pork belly sliders with garlic sausage, chorizo, cheddar, fondue, and house-made pickle. I like that. Fried green tomatoes with crab fennel salad, and then a key lime tart with toasted meringue. That all looks really good. Festival favorites. Four twenty-five for the watermelon salad. Seven fifty for the beef brisket, pork belly slider. Dude, those sliders look delicious. Yes, six twenty-five for the fried green tomato and four seventy-five for the key lime tart. Well, my pick is obvious. Yeah, I think I'd, I'd go for the beef brisket, um, but I, I think that I want to try the key lime tart too. I think I want to try both. Yeah, those. yeah, that looks pretty good. And those are both. let's see, seven fifty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, four seventy-five respectively. Let's hop to Mexico. Um, yep. We'll kind of jump around. Okay, let me find Mexico all of a sudden. I just typed in Mexico and it came up. What is that one called? Tostada de cochinita. Braised pork on a crispy torn tortilla, corn tortilla with black beans, topped with pickled onions, not very much, but some, mango habanero relish, and oregano. Not, $7. Uh, yes, there, yes. And then this other thing is pretty cool. Uh, Taco Vampiro? Yeah, that, that's the thing that's arranged like a volcano or a mountain yeah. or something, but that's kind of cool. Braised uh, braised beef on a corn tortilla with crispy grilled Monterey Jack cheese and salsa ranchera. Actually, that's not that thing. That's a separate thing. It is just a taco. But that, that actually is, I like the Monterey Jack cheese edition there. I love Monterey Jack with Mexican food. The other thing I is really the, the, um, the thing you're talking about, it's actually plant-based. Sope de chorizo. Mm. The plant-based ground chorizo, uh, fried corn dough with black beans and avocado mousse. I, I would probably go with the tostada myself. I think I would too. Well, I think I would too. Uh, something about having a plant-based meat feels weird to me. I've never tried them though. I, I, I do want to try it on this trip actually. Yeah. It, I would, it looks like a one biter to me. Uh, like I yeah. could fit it all in my mouth or maybe two bites at the most. But uh, the bacon, there's bacon, there's, it's uh, the, the, the braised pork, so it kind of looks a little like bacon, but it really looks good. If you see the picture, you know what we're, we're talking about. Yeah. You know what we should do? Hop to the American Adventure, um, Mag- Magnolia Terrace. Magnolia Terrace, let's see here. I like the food there, the look of it anyways, let's see. Pull up prices. There's quite a few items there, and some they all look pretty good. Yeah, I'm trying to pull it up, see the prices, um, but I, the pictures looked great. Okay, so so there's a uh, 
crawfish. You're gonna have to help me here. What is that? I think it's etouffee. etouffee. Uh, yeah, etouffee. Um, doesn't sound very American. Am yeah. I right? <laughs> That's actually the least appealing looking looking item here. Um, um, it's got, oh, you think so? Yeah, I like the other two on the bottom especially. But I, even the oysters. Well, anyway, so there's an. Uh, it's like a andouille sausage and rice, basically. The next one, Cajun style oysters. See, oysters are not my favorite, so for me, that's the least appealing. Yeah, maybe. Um, and I also like rice too. Yeah. Um, seven twenty-five for the andouille sausage and rice. Seven fifty for the oysters. Um, house-made boudin two ways with spicy mustard, and then uh, pecan cake with maple whipped cream, and mm. then pecan praline. Both of those two last ones are up my alley. Yeah, I want the house-made boudin two ways with spicy mustard. I that definitely looks, want that. That looks incredible. Uh, that comes in at five fifty, so t- you know, very affordable. And then the the two the two desserts, uh, the the cake, the pecan cake is four seventy five, and the pecan praline is four twenty five, respectively. So those both look great to me. Um, I think I would probably get a dessert and that uh, that boudin. Now. There's another dessert option, which is a funnel cake. It's a mini funnel cake topped with lemon cheesecake ice cream. Very interesting. Have you ever had lemon ice cream? No. I don't know about the cheesecake portion, but I've had like a lemon bar ice cream at a local place. I could tell you about later, but it's it's actually pretty good. And uh, blueberries and then powdered sugar on top of that ice cream. That's in the actually cake. something I've seen people say, oh, it's returning this year. I'm so happy. So that could be something that's It actually- looks good, doesn't it? Yeah, it really does. Really, really does. So that looks great. Um, Let's see. There's another place I want to look at uh, for sure before we... We can look at Italy? There's... Well, let's... Italy's actually looked pretty generic, um, but actually... Okay. We can go to it, and you can look at it in a second and see what I'm talking about, but go to um, Sunshine Griddle. Um, This is one that that Michaela has made clear is a must-try. How do you spell griddle? G-R... I D D L E. Oh, okay. Ooh. This is one where okay, this is one we're excited for, and I'll tell you why. Um, oh yeah, that's yeah. I have no complaints at all about any of these items. They look amazing. This is a new booth, but you know one thing about it is there's a uh, Fruit Loop shake, and uh, she's very excited about that. So it's like Fruit Loops, and then underneath it, so it's got Fruit Loop cereal. On top of a blue shake that tastes like Fruit Loops as well. Have you um, ever had avocado toast? I have. Well, then great because there's avocado toast here <laughs> with marinated toy box tomatoes and fresh goat cheese you know, on toasted ciabatta. That ciabatta is good. I want to get the avocado toast, but the other things, I think they're actually higher on the list for me in terms of like. Well, if I'll I was, tell you that shrimp and grits looks pretty good to me. You know what sticks out to me is the corned beef brisket hash with house-made potato barrels, onions, peppers, cheese curds, and soft poached eggs. I like that. And Tabasco hollandaise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I feel like you're not pronouncing certain... You can't pronounce certain items, so you don't say them. Well, I can pronounce Tabasco, but it, it, I was talking kind of fast, and I was afraid I would yeah. stumble over that word, and that's the last thing I need. They've also got fried cinnamon roll bites with cream cheese frosting and candied bacon. As I said, all these items look pretty delicious according to my tastes. Yes, there's also a actually cold brew cocktail here. I might try. Um, so this place, yeah. So under the beverages, you have that Fruit Loop shake, and then this this cold brew Joffrey's coffee cold brew cocktail. Yeah, I mean, I might get like including Milk. the drinks, like yeah. four or five things here at this. You're okay with having Kahlua rum and coffee liqueur? 
Sure, yeah. I and mean, vanilla on, vodka. Epcot's Ooh, basically the only mix. place I drink alcohol <laughs> at this point. I did it in August uh, because there's some things yeah. we wanted to try, and so I'm okay with it every once in a while if it's a, you know a once a year thing, which basically is what it is. So, um, yeah, that that just is uh, that's fantastic. That whole place. I mean, come on, come on. Does J- Japan have a place? They do. Um, I had it here. It is called... Frushi. That's the first one on the list. Strawberry, pineapple, and cantaloupe wrapped in sweet rice and pink soy wrap, served with whipped cream, drizzled berry sauce, and toasted coconut. Looks good. Looks good. It looks interesting. It looks like a a shortcake, like Um, a strawberry shortcake, like on the, the popsicle form. Then there's a shrimp and crab with spicy mayonnaise and cucumber slices, finished with creamy avocado and violet soy sauce. You... Wait a second. Is it soy sauce? It just says violet sauce. You know what? The the picture in the in, on the left might be the shrimp and crab with spicy mayonnaise. Yeah, yeah I think it is. Okay, so in that case, <laughs> on, then what we're looking at on the right picture is the soy glazed pork shank yeah. with truffle mashed potatoes, crispy lotus flower. Yes, that's definitely a lotus flower. Garlic chips and green onion. You know, I really like lotus flower. I've only had it once. It's an Asian restaurant local, but it was really good. I might try that. It's not like uh, you know a big flavor, but it it's got a something about it. It's almost like rice has its flavor. It's mm. not a big flavor, but yeah, so that could be good. And it's crispy, which is never bad, as far as I'm concerned. I'll probably get that pork shank. Um, I would imagine. I mean, we'll see. Obviously, again, we might need to uh, we might need to park hop because should we just bypass the French menu? Because there, if you look at those those names. I mean, there's no way you can. I, mean, I can't even figure out how There's basically like a cheese tart. Um, yeah, luckily it does give the English. Uh, a duck thing. <laughs> Braised duck confit a la orange with Parisian gnocchi. Yeah. Now you've had gnocchi. Yeah, it, not in a long time. Um, it's just, you know, it's like a potato dumpling, I think. At least that's how Michaela described it to me. I'd never tried it before that. There looks to be some kind of, uh, it looks like a donut, actually. Um, but it's a beignet is it a beignet that's what it's, yes. oh, i think so a caramelized beignet filled with vanilla cream Ooh, that actually sounds good <laughs> this is a problem <laughs> oh this is a big problem thomas i don't know what we're gonna do and then well not just that it's got it's glazed with caramel yeah, uh, yeah. so that's yeah that looks really good okay Let's the question see. really is where do you where what are you going to leave out when you go yeah, I mean, look at the Italy one, and you tell me. It basically looks like, that's one I think we might just skip out right. Now, first of all, we're going to be eating at Via Napoli. That's the first thing to know. If you go to Italy, um, Primavera Kitchen, it's got a margarita pizza. It's got a... Um, well, it's really just a flatbread, so it's yeah. smaller, but it um, doesn't look very appetizing. And they've got a sweet sausage, fried risotto balls, and then they've got a uh, cannoli, basically. None of it looks that exciting to me. No, cannolis, it's good enough, but it doesn't... What would be spectacular about that? Or unique? Uh-huh. It looks pretty standard. It's not something I need to do. Not something I need to do. Yeah, I totally agree. Mm. Oh, I see crab cakes in China. No, I don't. I see potato cakes and then a house made... You know when you read, you you glance over different sentences yeah. and then you start mixing the words. They, they and, combine, yeah. Yeah, so never mind. But there, let's let's talk about China real quick. 
uh, more potato based. Yeah, but it's filled with shrimp too. I actually like the idea of that. Okay, yeah, and so it's strawberry potato, sauce. Potato cakes filled with shrimp and water chestnuts, uh, served with house made strawberry sauce. And there is a strawberry on top of those two potato cakes mm. in that image. That's, so that's interesting. And uh, yeah, house made crab and cheese wontons, which look good. Bonbon chicken skewer, skewer with sesame and peanut sauce. I like Chinese food generally. I might try that out. Have you eaten in that pavilion yet? I know I have. We haven't. got bubble tea there. Um, and then we always get something from the shop, but we didn't eat food there. Not really. Okay, so one more thing we can check out at least Morocco. I want to try something from here. If you go to Taste of Marrakesh, I'm going to say that that's right. Um, so they have one that's Moroccan seafood couscous with shrimp, mussels, olives preserved lemons, and anchovy breadcrumbs. That sounds good. Um, and then they have a Moroccan baked eggs in a spiced eggplant, and that's not really for me. Well, now, um, wait a minute. That That's the one on the right, it looks like. Yes. That's stew. That, the stew actually looks pretty good to me, just the presentation of it anyway. Yeah. I don't know about... Well, maybe it'll be good. I want to try some weird things. And by weird, I mean, like, for my palate, something I haven't tried before. Got it. And I think Got that it. that's why I want to go here. Um, I don't need a lot of like Middle Eastern food, so yeah, I want to try that out. Um, anything else that I would really want to try or leave out that you know, um, you know, um, Impossible Foods. Not that into it. I have heard um, the the boneless Impossible Korean short rib is actually good. Um, this is trowel and trellis hosted by Impossible Foods in the Showcase Plaza. Boneless Impossible Korean short rib with cilantro lime rice. I heard this was really good. Um, yeah, yeah. Are you seeing the picture of that? Yeah, I'm looking at it here. I think it might be okay, and I wouldn't mind trying it just to see how it is, you know. I don't think I've tried Impossible Foods before, uh, but at least they have that option for those who need it. Yeah, well, I, I haven't had it either, but I wouldn't mind trying it just to see what the hype's all about, you know. What else, Thomas? Is there anything else here that you see that catches your eye? Uh, it doesn't really look like there's a spicy hot dog with pineapple chutney and plantain chips, but I, don't, I wouldn't want the, the uh, spicy hot dog well, part. One more. Go to Flavor Kitchen. It's the top one, so you can just go all the way to the top. Flavor Kitchen hosted by Advent Health. Um, I kind of like that salmon dish there. That the looks- seared verlasso salmon with farro risotto. I do like farro. It's good. Yeah, I like Pharaoh too. And micro herbs, micro herbs. Yeah, I mean that's a small little little dish there, but I think the, actually the combination of flavors would be pretty good. Let's see, and you know that would be the type of thing that would fill you up. Um, you would think if it were at least decently sized, just because it's got all that meat in there. And I'm trying to see if there's a if I can find it here on the list. See what the prices are. Um, but 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 yeah, that salmon dish isn't so bad. It's six twenty five. Not terrible terms of price but again you don't know how big the portion is so you'd have to see maybe some other people buy it to see if it's worth it but that looks tasty yeah yeah some things i might skip the honey bistro um i've seen because i've been watching this it's it doesn't really there's a honey mustard like flatbread they have and michaela loves honey mustard so we might try it but i'm not like that into it um refreshment port they basically have some popsicles (laughs) not really my thing uh as you said Spicy hot dog with pineapple chutney. Sounds interesting, but not interesting enough for me to probably go out of my way to try. Especially yeah. considering I might throw up at the end of this, and that's not a joke. Because um, of quantity of food taken in. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think we went over all the great stuff. 
um, stuff that looks really good. I mean, it just this is going to be a lot of fun, I think. Um, you know, part of the attraction, especially of Epcot for me, is being able to eat new and interesting things. So Now, what's your approach to this? Do you do you got multiple days coming back and forth? Do you spend hours just taking your time going across the, the whole uh, Epcot uh, park? Or what's your I think approach? We'll just circulate, yeah, uh, through so, Epcot. So like a one-day... Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. we're going to... The possibility of park hopping on Saturday from Magic Kingdom, because it's Magic Kingdom Day, to Epcot in the afternoon for the end of the day is a strong possibility. I would say it's at least 50-50 at this point that we're going to do that. So that'll save us, you know, we can get some more things in that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's going to be a lot. It's going to be a lot of stuff. But Anything else, Thomas, you want to touch on? Anything else that excites you? Uh, No, no way. <laughs> well, I won't be there. So. Are you jelly? No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm a little bit of peanut butter, but not any jelly. I don't know why I said jelly. I, I mean, I say that in my regular life all the time, but... Oh, it's a stand-in for jealous. Yes, exactly. But I meant to say jealous, and jelly came out. That just shows you how often I say it. Way too often for a man. And, and, uh, yeah, that's how that goes. (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks for joining us. Um, We will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.